0: Hello there and welcome to another episode, episode 46 of the Whiskey Wonder podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lewis. Thanks for tuning in, Certified Bourbon Steward from the Stave and Thief Society and Makers Mark Ambassador. So I appreciate the time that we can spend together. I want to say welcome. I tell you what, this podcast is growing and growing, excuse me. And I tell you, I'm just so uh, elated, so happy. And uh thank you to my newest listeners in Costa Rica. That is fantastic. So welcome to everybody there who is in on the podcast. We are heard in a number of countries around the world. This is an international podcast and it's heard around the world. Uh so many countries, number of countries, and domestically here in the United States. And so I know I keep promising one of these days I'll go through the demographics. Uh, of it, but that would actually take probably about, a don't know how long that would take. It would take quite a while, especially if I started to get to every city in the United States, too, that this podcast has been broadcast in. A lot of of major U.S. cities, too, by the way, from coast to coast, actually. So, but anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, again, my two newest uh, countries in the past uh, several weeks now, a couple weeks have been Greece uh, and Costa Rica and welcome to everybody around the world and thank you for tuning in both internationally and domestically I appreciate the time we could spend together and I wanted to get into something that I wanted to share with everybody and one of them was I was reading an article going through actually for 2021 the 12 best bourbons to drink in 2021 take a sip of America's classic spirit this is written by Mark C. Anderson is the author. It's actually been updated for this month, for April 16th of this year. And this is on Liquor.com and I like Liquor.com. And Mark C. Anderson, by the way, and you can go to the website and read this, but it says he's been covering adult beverages for more than 15 years across six award-winning publications and five continents. So he knows what he's talking about. Go to Liquor.com, check him out, Mark C. Anderson. Great article on uh, the 12 best bourbons to drink in 2021. But I wanted to share some of those things that he had, as I you know in his article. And I and I like to read a lot of different things, and it takes me a while to it between podcasts. I try to do my homework, do my research, do these kind of things that uh, really trying to get the information I need to uh, share. With everyone, And please feel free to write me and I can share your information too and things you'd like to share for others around the world to know. Maybe some of your favorite, you know, alcohol that you have. What are your favorites in the world of, you know, whiskey? Since this is a whiskey podcast. And so feel free to write me, podcast at gmail.com. And i love to share and and learn from you, too, as well, because I want to make it your podcast. And uh, I really would love uh, for you to write and we can uh, learn from each other. And so I appreciate uh, all the listeners out there. So feel free to write in. I want to make it your podcast, too, where you feel at home, you know, this community. We are like in one big living room here and we just share, you know, uh, chatting about uh, the world of whiskey. So anyway, Mark C. Anderson, the 12 best bourbons to drink in 2021, he has best overall is the uh, Henry McKenna. The Henry McKenna is the one uh, that he has. The Henry McKenna single barrel bourbon, 10 year, bottled in bond. And so, I definitely that I can that one. That one is one of these that um, I know that again, it's the Henry kind of single barrel uh, bottle and bond. And this one actually I had my hands on and this is 2021. So it was actually about, you know, probably a while, a little while ago. And I had my hands on it on a bottle and I said, you know, something tells me I should get this. And I didn't, I put it back on the shelf. And then later on, six months later, at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition in 2019, it won the best of show. I want you've got to be kidding me. So take my advice, please. I would say, listen to your still small voice when it tells you to buy whatever's in your hand and you feel like you should, because you might not see it later. Or if you do, it's going to be more expensive. Then please take my advice and, and get the bottle. And so... If you want it, you can afford it, because I know I put mine back and I was like, oh no. And I was at one of the rare uh, bourbon stores in town, and I know I was talking to one of the guys, uh, distributors, and he was saying, see that guy over there? He distributes for Henry McKenna, you know, in the liquor stores. And he says they couldn't give that stuff away. And then all of a sudden, you know, it wins best of show at the 2019 San Francisco World Spirits Competition, you know, which is really considered in the world of whiskeys, it's like winning, you know, it's like winning an Oscar. It's the Oscars. In the world of, of alcohol and the world spirits competition San Francisco and that's like winning an Oscar and again the San Francisco world Spirits competition 2019 it won best of show I went oh no I was pulling my hair out I couldn't believe it and then of course trying to find it I wasn't gonna find it now I have found it since you know recently I found over the over the months and I had three bottles give one to Ken and as a thank you to and cutting podcasts with me, I'm here by myself tonight, so Ken's not here. But I know pretty soon in the future we need to we'll cut a podcast. And by the way, uh, speaking of Ken, Ken actually did uh, mention he says uh, he really recommends. Uh, he got back a trip from Portland, and uh, or was talking to some people in Portland too. And uh, he asked me if I had uh, Eagle Rare. And so Eagle Rare, I know Ken really loves the Eagle Rare and uh, he says that is smooth as butter. It was so smooth. I haven't had it. I know there's, I told Ken, no, I haven't had it. He asked me, I just saw him this weekend. He asked me about it and I said, no, but that's definitely a bottle I want to get. There's a lot of bottles I want to get, but you know, money always seems to be kind of a determining factor sometimes in these. So anyway, um, Eagle Rare. Maybe pick up a bottle, if you see it. It's, uh, Ken likes it, he says it's super smooth. So on that note, getting back to liquor.com and Mark Sanderson's uh, article on 12 best bourbons to drink. He has the best overall and again, give this is for 2021. Uh, Henry Kenna, single barrel bottle and bond, age 10 years. So again, definitely get that one. I actually did find some bottles, gave one away and I actually have two bottles at home here. So definitely pick one up if you can. If You're in Idaho like I am, it's going to be harder to find, but just uh, keep looking and uh, sometimes you can find a few bottles here and there and uh, good luck on your search on that. It's a, it's a harder one to find. And the price is definitely not. I think back in the day it was like I can't remember if it was 1995 or 29.95 and it since has gone up in price. That's what happens and becomes harder to find. So if you can find it, definitely get it. Best value. Now, it might sound biased here, but in this article, it says best value Maker's Mark. And I say that, it's on the article. It sounds biased probably because I am a Maker's Mark ambassador uh, for Maker's Mark. Uh, They send you cool things. I highly recommend go to their website, makersmark.com, check it out, be an ambassador, put your name on a barrel. Uh, Yes, with about 25, 26 other people, something like that. But uh, and they give you a barrel number and a certificate and all that kind of good stuff. Send you uh, cool things like, you know, tr- some playing cards I got in the mail one time. And then I got a vote on the lake, you know, the water uh, lake that they have on there. And uh, you got to vote for the name, naming the lake and those kind of cool things. So anyway, Maker's Mark, best of value. And I've read about Maker's Mark too, before. Fantastic with barbecue, fantastic with food, those kind of things. His tasting notes actually say butterscotch, cherry, and vanilla. And actually, I feel I can be definitely an ambassador because that was the very first bottle of bourbon I ever finished was the Maker's Mark. Um, Best for sipping, Widow Jane 10 year. Now, here's what's interesting. I was watching a YouTube clip. Fred Minnick, love Fred Minnick. And uh, that would be awesome. I'd love to uh, have a podcast podcast. you know, talk to Fred Minnick. That'd be fantastic, and uh, or even get an email from Fred. And say, hey, Fred, can you send me an email? And I can read it. You know, on the podcast, and uh, maybe I should try that one these days and try to uh, try to contact uh, Mr. Menick. That'd be fantastic, and uh, say, hey, Mr. Menick, got some words for our listeners here at the Whiskey Wonder Podcast, and uh, that would be wonderful. I love that and maybe i should you know check into that but anyway it's interesting he had don't buy these bourbons if you go to his uh he has actually it's dated just four days ago on the 16th of april and he has a youtube clip It's about six minutes 30 seconds and it's a clip that's entitled the the uh, don't buy these bourbons and he goes into basically the bourbons that people have written to him that they didn't like and so fred talks about it and i think actually one of them was widow jane if i remember correctly from the, uh, from the uh, youtube but it's interesting as he mentions you might like something that somebody else really really doesn't and it's amazing how our palates work like that and you might love it and they might not and they might love it and you might not so it just depends but i think this was one widow jane tenure mark c Anderson definitely says best for sipping but there's some people that Definitely uh, didn't like it, but Mark Sanderson does on his article. So best for sipping, Widow Jane Ten Year, Best Kentucky bourbon, Evan Williams Single Barrel. Best Tennessee bourbon, Heaven's Door. He has, and this is one of Ken's favorites too. Uh, he's been on the podcast with me and I know we've tried it on the air before he bought a bottle and we've tried it uh, very, very nice. Uh, Best under $50 is the Four Roses Single Barrel. So Four Roses Single Barrel is on this list. And under, best under $100, Willet Noah's Mill. Best High Proof, Russell's Reserve Single Barrel. That's uh, one that uh, Mark Sanderson has. Best High Proof, Russell's Reserve Single Barrel best barrel strength, Elijah Craig barrel, uh, barrel proof. So best barrel strength is the Elijah Craig barrel proof. And so I actually read something too recently that that ranked the different uh, batches that came out. And I actually was uh, glad to see I have that bottle. Actually, that got ranked number one, according to an article I was reading on the, on the uh, timing of the Elijah Craig barrel, you know, <coughs> excuse me, when the batches, <coughs> excuse me, Sorry, when the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof uh, was uh, different, they had like the A batch and the B and the C. And so uh, for example, I'll explain what that means on on the label is if you see something like, for example, my bottle says C920. Well, C920 means C is that third batch that went out. Nine uh, represents the month of September. It's the month it came out and 20 is the year in which it it came out. So that's what it means, that um, C, third batch, C920, is this batch basically uh, coming out uh, on, this was the batch that was basically uh, the September, so it's dated September 2020. And it was that third batch uh, dated September 2020. And so that was the one that was actually ranked uh, amongst the A, B, and C batches. That was actually uh, ranked uh, number one in a particular article I was reading on that. So. I know I went online, I've seen various prices for it. I've seen up to over $100 depending on, and that bottle, I know I got it a a while back for $60. I highly recommend it. If you can find it, um, I definitely get it. And they actually mention tasting notes, uh, toast, apple, and vanilla. Best weeded Wyoming whiskey small batch. Best eco-conscience is Redwood Empire Pipe Dream. Best for Cocktails, Mickner's US One. So, US One, that was the Mickner's. And I almost got that one. I really wanted that one too, but you know, money sometimes is is one of those things. And then, Mark Sanderson, out of the ones that we just named in his article, actually his final verdict, probably won't be a surprise, but his uh, final verdict is the Henry McKenna single barrel, that bottle and bond, aged 10 years, he says is the best bourbon on this list. And, So he does say, although its accolades and awards in recent years may have inflated the price a bit, it's a truly excellent whiskey, aged for a decade, a bottle, and 100 proof, with flavors that run the gamut from oak to spice to sweet vanilla. And so anyway, that would be one definitely to look for. And as I mentioned before, Mark C. Anderson's, as it says on liquor.com, has been covering adult beverages for more than 15 years across six award-winning publications and five continents. So the man knows what he's talking about. So anyway, those are some things to think about. And, you know, Fred Minnick, too, I really enjoyed uh, looking at that, watching the Don't Buy These Bourbons. And it was based on the bourbons that people wrote him saying, Hey, I've had this and they didn't like certain bourbons. And so I recommend uh, reading um, or looking uh, at that. Uh, one that Fred Minnick has out that YouTube clip, don't buy these bourbons. And, and again, uh, be checking out Mark C. Anderson's, the best 12 bourbons to drink in 2021. Uh, uh, be thinking about uh, that one and the list again, best overall, Henry McKenna single barrel bottle and bond age, 10 years, best value maker's mark best for sipping widow jane 10 year best kentucky bourbon evan williams single barrel best tennessee bourbon heaven's door best under fifty dollars for roses single barrel best under a hundred dollars willet noah's mill best high proof russell's reserve single barrel best barrel strength elijah craig barrel proof highly recommend try to find that bottle too best weeded Wyoming uh, best weeded is the Wyoming whiskey small batch on his list and best eco conscious Redwood Empire pipe dream best for cocktails and US one and the final verdict Mark Sanderson in his article uh, ones to drink in 2021 the 12 best his final verdict was the Henry McKenna single barrel bottled in bond aged 10 years that won the 2019 best of show very impressive that's the best overall at the show, and uh, beat you know that you, know, you have basically a th- what I think it was like around thirty dollars for a bottle $29.95 at the time, and uh, was beating you know you you know there's got to be bottles there that were thousands of dollars that's impressive when you can have like a thirty dollar bottle you know or around a thirty dollar bottle you know beat you know a bottle that's you know thousands of dollars so that's impressive so anyway uh, definitely. Uh, check out that article. Check out those bottles if you can find them, and then don't forget Fred Minnick. Love Fred Minnick's stuff too. Anything uh, Fred Minnick mentions, and he and he does. Uh, Fred did mention in the "Don't Buy These Bourbons" um, YouTube clip. That's about six minutes thirty seconds. Uh, he talked about that. You know, Fred Minnick says he's been rating you know bourbons for over you know for you know for over ten years. So ten years or over ten years. So. It's been over 10 years, he mentioned. And so he's been doing it for quite a while himself, too. And one thing he did mention, he says, do not buy a bourbon, do not buy a bourbon. Fred says, do not buy a bourbon if it does not um, say what the state of distillation is. It's got to say the state of distillation. In other words, it's got to say where it was distilled. If it does not say that, and I emphasize as long emphasize uh, as well as Fred said, if it does not state that on the bottle, if you do not know the state of distillation on a bottle, he Fred says, do not get it. So it's got to say where it's been distilled. And a lot of my bottles I read in the back, it will say distilled and aged and all that kind of stuff uh, at you know the location. And so it does, as Fred mentions, it needs to have what state of distillation. A lot of mine, I look in the back, Oh, Kentucky, Kentucky. A lot of mine will say Kentucky, uh, as far as the, um, you know, bourbons that I get. And it will say a lot of them you know, Kentucky. And, um, uh, so anyway, uh, make sure that your bottle, your bottle definitely says, you know, where it's been distilled, that state of distillation. And if it does not, then you should not get it. That's what Fred says. Do not get it. It's got to stay on the bottle. It's usually in the back of the bottle, but I've seen some bottles too that it's not always in the back. Sometimes it's in the front uh, front bottles as well. So anyway, I appreciate the time that we can spend together. And one of the things I wanted to leave you with uh, is something that I learned was I thought important too, is that we buy whiskey to drink the whiskey, right? We drink our bourbons, all our different whiskeys. And again, remember, um, all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. So one of the things I wanna leave you with on episode 46 of the podcast real quickly is something that, that comes to mind, is make sure that you keep your cork you know, moist and that helps it from getting dried out. And I remember reading something about that a while back. I said, yes, you know, some of those simple things too that are easy to forget in the world of whiskey. And so if you have a cork top for your bottle, just make sure, you know, occasionally, make sure it stays moist. You just kind of tip the bottle over, you know, a little bit and, uh, you know, have that alcohol um, touch that cork as the cap is on it, of course and make sure it stays, you know, moist. I just take the bottle that's already, you know, corked and I just kind of tip the bottle once or twice and keep the cork moist because what happens if the cork gets too dry and then you, you know, take the top of the bottle, your whiskey bottle off, then that cork can actually break into the whiskey and that's what you do not want. So keep the cork moist is something that comes to mind as a little tidbit of information that helps in in the whiskey world there for your whiskey to make sure that the cork is not you know floating in the whiskey but to make sure it doesn't get dried out and that you keep it moist if you have happen to have a um, cork top for your whiskey some don't and uh, there are those that do, so make sure you keep your cork moist so it doesn't get dried out and then starts breaking into the bottle. So something to think about. Thank you so much. I appreciate the time we can spend together. Thank you for tuning in to Episode 46 of the Whiskey Winner Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lewis. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, always drink safely, responsibly, and in moderation. Thanks for tuning in, and cheers.